what's up, everyone? Happy New Year, and welcome to another episode of Trying to Say Something with Taylor McCarley. The song that's played in the intro, and it's also featured in my outro, is called We Can Make It by Dayon Green, featuring the Count. Dayon is one of my favorite up-and-coming artists from the DMV area, so if you get a chance, go ahead and check out his music. Once again, his name is Dayon Green, and the name of the song that's played in my intro and outro is called We Can Make It. So first and foremost, I want to welcome Constantine back on the podcast and back on the East Coast. Hey. He was dropping gems on the communication episodes, but today we're going to discuss vulnerability and all that comes with it. We're also going to touch on love and lust and a lot more. But before we get into the topics, I'm going to go ahead and let Constantine introduce himself. You already know how it goes by now. You could go ahead and share whatever you like. The only thing that's mandatory is you got to let the people know which character you're most like and think like a man. All right. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Constantine. I made an appearance on the ep- first episode, Communication with the Team, mm-hmm. and I'm back again with this episode. First and foremost, shout out to your podcast, too. Appreciate it. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, probably number one fan of your podcast. But um, in terms of think like a man, I'm guessing, no, I know I'm, I'm more like Dominic. That's the... <laughs> the dreamer. The dreamer. Yes, the dreamer. I'm a dreamer. So that's who I am most likely am like on a movie. All right. And anything you like to share that you like to do? I like to watch sports, um, read, journal, blog. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll tap into that later. But um, I like to do a lot. Oh, eat food. I'm a foodie. We exploring all the different food spots. And uh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. But before we start, I do want to say that I think your blog is really fitting for this episode. So we're going to touch on that a little bit more later. But everybody sit back, turn the volume up, and get ready as we try to see something. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into vulnerability first. Uh, I feel like a lot of people struggle with this, and I would even say it's something that I struggle with myself. I think it happens for a variety of reasons, but for me personally, I think I struggle with it because I want to protect myself from getting hurt. Hence, why this episode is called Guard Your Heart. Not saying it's the right thing to do or anything, but why do you think so many people struggle with vulnerability? I think you said it. Like I think naturally, you don't want to be hurt, so I think people are less inclined to be vulnerable with others so that they can use it as a, a way of def- protecting themselves of a letdown or their most sacred secrets and insecurities being mm-hmm. let out to the wrong person or yeah. the wrong group of people. So I think that's why people tend to typically hold off in sharing some important pieces of themselves to others. Yeah, and I think also, like, you don't want to be judged. Yeah. I think judgment's a big thing. I think a lot of people, I mean, I think it's kind of natural to, like, judge people even though it shouldn't. But I think when you are vulnerable, you're showing a person all layers of you and hoping that they accept you for that. Right. And I think insecurities is a big part of it. Because you want to be accepted. Right. Yeah. Initially, you want to be accepted. Um, and you're more fearful of the rejection. So are you like not being yourself when you're not vulnerable? I wouldn't say not being yourself, but you're withholding a bit of yourself mm. and not giving them all of yourself. So you're only giving them pieces that you think that they may like. That's true. If that makes sense. 
Yeah. I also think like it could come from experience. So like me, I never like experienced nothing like too crazy where I feel like I can't be vulnerable with someone, but I've seen like my friends go through situations and breakups and I have a lot of close male friends and I hear like how they treat women. Yeah. And so I think like naturally or subconsciously you put a wall up because you're like hip to the game and you don't want people to hurt you like you've seen others be hurt, I think. Yeah, I guess that's right. So essentially what you're saying is you put, kind of put up a wall because of indirect experiences. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Subconsciously, so though. Like, nah, I, I think it's real. I think it's real. Yeah, I never experienced nothing like crazy like that, but I've seen other people be hurt, and that's like, well, why would I want to place myself in that type of situation? And I think that kind of plays into your experience as well, even though it didn't happen to you per se. I mm-hmm. think it's still part of your experience because you've dealt with the consequences that your friends have, you know, experienced. And now you're kind of, you know, there as support for them because of what may happen potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I just be, I'm like low key envy of like people that can just be vulnerable to people. Like I think, I mean, I'm sure it has its cons with that too. Yeah, for sure. Because they probably always hurt and stuff. But like, nah, they live nah, in nah, life nah, a lot on. more than I am. I think if you were to put, like vulnerability on a spectrum and say like, oh, I'm not vulnerable with people or I'm vulnerable, extremely vulnerable with people, I'd fall more on the more vulnerable side. You think so? Yeah, I think people who are more vulnerable are more personable in a sense. And that's coming off the top. Maybe I should probably... I probably nah, should. you might be on something. Yeah, I think it's just like if you share a little... Like when you share more of yourself with others, good or bad, it kind of shows the receiver, like, yo, you know, they've gone through some stuff too, you know? It's not just me. And then I think it makes whoever you're being vulnerable with feel like they can be They can like be open to, to be vulnerable as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's important. Like, for me, I will never, I, will, I feel like I, had, I just had this conversation. I feel like I'm having deja vu or something, but I'm not going to hide myself, who I truly am. I don't think you hide yourself. I think you don't. Give them all the information that right you want to, because you don't trust them, kind of thing. I think vulnerability has a lot to do with trust. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think a lot of people have trust issues. Some are deeper than others, but... Yeah. And I think I'm more trusting than not trusting. You think so? Which isn't, which isn't, which isn't always good. Which isn't always good. I don't think everybody always has your best interest. But I think you just live life a little more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because, like, know. what's the worst that can happen? I mean, nah, there's some bad stuff that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like I'm I'm also strategic in, you know, who I'm placing my trust in and um things like that. But um there is, like you said, there's some cons to it as well. Mm. It's not all pros. Are you like that like straight off the bat? Like nah, 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 nah. I gotta feel I gotta feel I gotta feel your energy. You don't have the what is it, omniscience to just know. When somebody has bad intentions. Mm, yeah, but compared to the average person, you would say you consider yourself to be more vulnerable? I don't want to say most people. I would say if if I was to look at a, a spectrum, you got less vulnerable, more vulnerable. You got halfway in the middle. I'm going to be over the halfway in the middle towards the six, right. Six, seven. Yeah, six, seven. Okay. Six, seven. Depending on the person. And then I think if like... 
it's kind of like that that tug pull like tug of war. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're also vulnerable, then you know what I'm saying it could you know six, oh, six yeah, point yeah. Yeah, it, it'll go up higher maybe. That makes sense. Yeah, and it all depends on you know because there's different types of relationships that you have. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not you know just busting down all types of information with anybody, but you know close friends. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it takes time. To yeah. have someone as a close friend, right? Close, I mean, and that's that's yeah. I'm that's just a loose term. I'm just throwing out there. Loose, close friends, like even relationships in like the workplace, because it's like there's all types of relationships. Yeah, those are different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just talking about in general. I'm more vulnerable yeah, than yeah. the average person. Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge people who are not really vulnerable. You think so? Yeah, for me. For me, and I think I can read people pretty well. I can't read nothing. (laughs) 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 I wonder what's the difference between people who struggle with it versus the ones who don't. Mm. Like, what what do you think makes them feel like they can be more vulnerable? I think it's all about experiences. Like, for me, I can speak on myself. I can't speak on it. Oh, also, I got to put a disclaimer out there because... What I'm saying here is all my opinions. I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how interactive your your fans are. <laughs> so this is just all my opinions. I can speak all my experiences. So for me, right, um, I haven't had too many bad experiences in showing people who I truly am because, I mean, I know I'm not perfect. I've never been. I'll never claim to be perfect. And... Um, I'd much rather connect with somebody who's sharing a failure of theirs than all successes. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it just lets me know, like they're human. Yeah, yeah. And I, for me, I think when I'm talking to somebody who reveals that they're human, it's just it's more of a safe space, and that's all due to my, you know, experiences. Mm. Because I felt pressure, you know, growing up feeling like I had to be perfect. And that has like its own, you know, consequences. But yeah. Um, I think it's all on, you know, personal experiences. I think those that are less vulnerable may have run into somebody who took, you know, whatever information they got from them and, you know, damaged it in whatever mm-hmm. type of way. And now they're less open to being um vocal about, you know, things that have happened to them or Things like that. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I think it has a lot to do with your childhood, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm no psychologist, but I study psychology. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Erickson stages of development. Thanks. The first one is mistrust versus trust yeah. when you're, like, a little baby. Yeah. I feel like that has a lot to do with this stuff. And then you keep you grow up a little more. You, like you said, you go through more experiences and stuff like that. And I think when people do do you wrong... You go back into like that shell. Yeah. Like I can't just be showing people who I am like that. So I, I think do. I think you're right. I think because um, even what I was talking about, you know, growing up feeling like I had, I felt like I had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It all stemmed from my childhood. You know. Um, what do you think is like the consequences of that? You know, feeling like you have to go back in your shell. Do you think that could be detrimental? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because you're not living life fully, right? Because you're so worried about what other people think or how other people perceive you and judge you and things like that. And it sucks. Yeah. Because I know, like, some people, 
their masks might have crossed them wrong. And it's like, I don't trust people at all anymore, mm. depending on like how serious the situation is. If it's like a real serious situation, I can see why you're not trusting, but I also think like everybody should get a fair chance until they show you that they can't be trusted. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to be hurt. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's that's really what it nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to be let down. I think you just gotta trust that yeah. you'll be able to get over it. Mm, I never thought about it like that. You I think time heals everything pretty much. So it's just like it sucks when you're in the moment and you're going yeah. through it, but like I think you you'll get over it. Eventually. Just I don't know what that time frame looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's, yeah. I think you went to something. Yeah. How do you think people can become more vulnerable if that's something that they struggle with? Mm. For real, for real? <laughs> <laughs> if that's something that you struggle with, I think the number one answer would be therapy. Oh. Yeah. I I'm pro-therapy. Yeah, yo. Crazy thing is, I just got on that. Pro-therapy? Yeah. I mean, not even pro-therapy. Like, It's not like I was ever against it, but I don't know. Like, I just never really knew the importance of therapy. I think it's important to talk to an unbiased person. Yeah, for sure. Somebody who Like, your friends can't give you what a therapist can. And I don't, I don't like when people say, well, I could talk to my friends for free and get the same. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not it. Yeah, like they don't know how to dig deeper with you to that extent. And they also going to tell you what you want to hear at some point. Yeah. Or they might water down what you need to hear. Yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. I also think like going to a therapist, they make you realize something that I don't think your friends can help you. They're trained for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're they're, they're trained to really unpack. Unpack. So, yeah, I'm definitely pro-therapy now. I think that those who struggle with being vulnerable, I think the first first suggestion I would give them is um, therapy. I think it's important to figure out why is it that you struggle with it because it could be different for yeah, different yeah. people. And I think therapists have a way of you know getting to that root. Mm-hmm. But I know some people that like, oh, I tried therapy, but I think like therapy is like dating. You gotta Yo. find the right one for you. Like I heard something like that. Like you, you yeah. might not, you might not find the the right therapist off the first try. Yeah, you gotta keep dating around till you find the right person. That's tough. Yeah, but like we were saying earlier, I also feel like insecurities play a huge role. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to believe that you're worthy enough to be with that person or in that situation. And then if it doesn't work, I think you have to remember that it might not have been like something that you did or said or shared with them, but you know, it just might not be your person or your situation. Yeah. And I think that's very important. I think everybody got their own person out there. Yeah, not for sure. I think, and I don't think it's just one. I do, but. Just one? I think you can one, one soulmate. Mm, no, I don't think that. I think a lot of people you can be with, one soulmate. I think soulmates can exist in more than just a relationship. I, I mean, I agree with that part, so but not, like romantic soulmates, I think there's one. Just one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like there could be more. I feel like there could be more. I think somebody, I think you can grow to be 
a person's soulmate? Essentially, because you can grow to love somebody. But I think being a soulmate is more than just growing to love someone. Yeah, nah, it's definitely more than that. It's way more than that. Right? Loving somebody is more than just, that, that requires a lot too. Loving someone? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it requires a lot more than just um, a want to be with that person. Yeah, because it's the action. It is. And a choice. An action, a choice, a commitment, a responsibility. Is it a feeling? I mean, it could be a feeling, it's, but it's more, it's more than just that. I don't think it's a feeling. <laughs> I think... I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at that statement, though. I'm not mad at that statement. I don't statement. think love is a feeling. I think if you're in love with someone, I think that's more yeah, of a feeling yeah, yeah, than... Yeah. But you can be in love with somebody and love somebody. Yeah, they're different. That's two different things, yeah. So, I'm okay, glad yeah. we agree. Yeah, they're different. Yeah. But some people think they're the same. But like, what, how you love your siblings is not the same way that you love your partner. Absolutely not. But you can, you can take from how you love your siblings, though, too. Oh, wait. No. If you're in love with your partner... I don't think it's the same as how you love your siblings. Yeah, no. I think it's just something deeper than love. I think I can speak on me and my siblings. Like, I love my siblings to death, right? And I also can pull from that love that I have for my siblings because it's a responsibility. Like, it's a commitment. I'm always going to be there for my siblings, no matter what. Like, I'm blessed to have siblings that I get along with that, you know, they can mm-hmm. be considered my best friends. So I can take key things that I, I do for them, assimilate it to a Your relationship. Partner. Yeah, a future partner. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I think... No, for sure. There's definitely some difference, though, as well. No, if you love your... I think loving your siblings and loving your partner is the same thing. But once you're in love with your partner, I think then it becomes a little different. In love? Is that a feeling? Yeah. Okay. I think in love is a feeling. I think so too. Loving is an action. Yeah. A choice. Commitment. Commitment. Responsibility. Yeah. All the things Absolutely. you said. Yeah. But then, what do you consider lust to be? Lust is a feeling. It's like an initial feeling. That's what I would think it to be. Um, lust is like, it's a strong attraction to somebody. But it doesn't even have to be like you can lust over a job too. Yeah, you like can that. lust over money, but that's still attraction though. Like I'm attracted to this job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm attracted to this job because what it could bring me, um, the salary, the work life balance. Now when I take that and you know, compare it to a person, I'm lusting over this person because of the idea of what we could look like together, what we could be like together, how we can hang out, things like that. Lust is in a it's a feeling. It's, um, I would say it's an attraction, a strong attraction where you start to imagine and idealize. I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of people think it's just like a sexual thing. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's more it's not. to it. Yeah, it's that. not. It's more than that. Lust can be dangerous, though. Very dangerous. I don't think people notice it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I was reading up on a, in a book, lust almost blinds you of all red flags when oh. it comes to a person. Lust does that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it blinds that. it blinds you of red flags. You can't see. <laughs> you can't see. And that's why it takes um outside sources, external mm. forces to be like, yo, listen. That's that's you're, interesting because when out. I was talking to Danielle about red flags and um Jordan, we talked about it a little bit. I heard those episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about how like when you like like somebody so much. 
you might be a little blind to it, but you're saying it's probably lust. You're lusting over them. And yeah. That's why. I mean, let's not get it twisted. You can be in a phase where you actually love somebody, but I think lust got you to the point where you're in so deep now that it's hard to get out. Those red flags that you probably could have, you know what I'm saying, taken this time to look, um, yeah, you're not really seeing them. Mm. And now it's harder to step out or harder to take a step to the side and really focus on, you know. I think what's that happens ahead. a lot more than people think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Scary. Very spooky. <laughs> spooky season. <laughs> spooky season. <laughs> All right, but let's go ahead and get back on track with the um how people can become more vulnerable if that's something that they struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier about the insecurities, I think people that struggle with vulnerability are also like hard on themselves. So like when it doesn't work out, I think they might beat themselves up that they allowed themselves to get so far or open up so much to someone when it didn't work out. And so I think it's important to like realize that I think you're doing more harm than good when you close your when you don't allow yourself to fully be yourself. When a person didn't give you a reason not to be yourself or didn't show you that they're not trustworthy. Yeah. I think it's also important to have like that self-awareness and recognize when you aren't fully being open so that you can correct that. That's hard, though. That's hard. Oh, yeah. It's a, lot, hard. it's a lot harder said than done. Yeah, 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 Listen yeah, to yeah. what I said. I said I'm not open and here I am talking. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will also say that I disagree with what you say because I'm hard on myself. I'm very hard on myself. But about being open to people, though? Is that what you're talking about? Or yeah, just yeah. in general being hard well, on yourself? No, I think people that... Mm, no, I'm going to say... I'm going to just say just about this. Okay. But I think you can be vulnerable and hard on yourself, too. Okay. Like, of course, you could be yeah. separately hard on yourself. But, yeah. I think you just have to be self-aware when... Especially when they're being open and you're, they're not getting nothing back in return. So let's talk about how you're how you become more self aware. How do you do that? Because like, you know, we're talking about it, right? But when you're, let's say, yeah, you're, you're dating somebody or you you meet somebody and you're like, okay, cool, this is somebody I'm kind of interested in, right? How do you become more aware? Like they're being open and you're like struggling with being open, right? Yeah. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I feel like I do a lot of reflection. Mm -hmm. So I like to think, overthink, whatever. So like I sit back and I think about like all the things they've done or or they said. And I think usually I realize like, dang, this person is really open. Yeah. And I think that's a sign to either they trust me or they're interested in going or building something. Like when somebody's vulnerable with you, like I think that says a lot. Yeah. Me recognizing that, taking time to reflect, will help me become more aware, or even feel more open to share things with them. It's all about comfortability, I think. If they make me feel comfortable, or that it's a safe space, it's a lot easier. And then I think also uh, communication is important too. Just having those conversations with the other person, like. Those open conversations, like, hey, like, do you feel as though um, being open? I don't know. I don't know what that yeah. looks like. You know, because me, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm only just throwing out questions because I'm more on the vulnerable side, so I don't feel like 
I necessarily struggle with, you know, having to check myself when it comes to vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, you know, just I'm just trying to create dialogue, right? I'm trying to talk about it for the people who may be listening to your podcast. Like, damn, now, nah, like I, I struggle with being vulnerable up front. And I've lost somebody because I wasn't. I had people tell me though, like he didn't say he struggled being vulnerable. He said he struggles with trusting people. With yeah. I think it's kind of hand in hand. I think but, I think trust. I think the trust plays a lot into that. But he told me a lot of stuff about himself, so I think I must have created like a, a place where he felt comfortable doing that. And like I think that said a lot. So if I wanted to share something with him, I feel like I could have. Okay. I just don't think I would be the type of person to do it first, but I think if someone would share with me, I think I would feel more open yeah. to doing it. So what if you bump into a person that's not vulnerable at all? I don't think it <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't think it'll work out. That's crazy. I don't think you get anywhere, right? Yeah. You don't get anywhere. It's just all surface level. Yeah. So... Are we saying that vulnerability is is necessary? Is key? Yes, it's necessary. Mm. You don't? You think so? I think so. I think so. I can't be, you know, talking to somebody who's very guarded, or for for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? I think that just shows that, you know, you can't trust me. And I think. What if they tell you why? Oh, if they tell me why? I mean, I think if they tell you why, that's if there's a con- if y'all have a conversation about why. I think it takes vulnerability to tell somebody why too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a start. That's a starting point. Yeah, um, it's all about progression too. Do you ever feel like you be given a lot and not get anything back in return? Um, like, has that ever happened? Like, I wonder, like, with people who, like, have you ever ran into someone that was guarded and you can never like? Listen, I don't really know much about much. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I haven't really. I haven't really ran into that situation. I haven't really run into that. It situation. gotta be like pulling teeth almost. Yeah, and I'm not. Especially if you keep sharing it. Yeah. I was watching The Bachelorette, Bachelorette and The Bachelorette, Tasha. She sent one of the guys home because she felt like she was pulling teeth with him. Yeah, I mean, that's. that's... But he was guarded for, I think, for a good reason, but yeah. like, it still becomes exhausting. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's, yo, both parties, I understand both parties, but, you know, for her. I see why she'll be like, yo, I just can't do that. And she was dating a bunch of other men, so <laughs> she had other options. Oh, but yeah. I mean, even if she didn't have other options, I could see where that would be like exhausting or no longer interesting because it's like, damn, I got to mm-hmm. do all this extra stuff just to be myself. Just No, just for you to be yourself. Yeah. You like know? you just feel like you're missing something. Yeah. Like you don't, like they're hiding something almost. I wouldn't even say that. It's just, I don't get to really experience you. But how would you know that you're not experiencing them? We're having a conversation and it's, it's, it's one-sided. I'm telling you a lot about me. I'm telling you about my fears. I'm telling you about things that make me happy, sad. It's that and a third. And you're like, oh. I don't know. Like on the episode, I feel like he shared a lot. Really? Though, about his past. That's how we knew why he was guarded so much. But mm-hmm. like when it came to expressing his emotions for her, he struggled with that. Is that vulnerability? Or is that just not being able to communicate? I think, I think that might not I think that might be inability to communicate. Mm. Yeah, it was weird. And I think I think men 
I think men kind of struggle with that. Why I'm do not, you? I'm not going to speak on all men, but I think a lot of men, I think that's common and consistent for men to kind of lack communication in that aspect. Oh, communication and expressing emotion? Yeah. Mm. I don't think we're really taught how to express emotion. You're taught how to not express not Yeah, not like just... Yo, I remember one of my first earliest memories, like I fell off my bike. Mm. I was about to start crying. My pops was like, yo, 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 yo. Yo, you a man. Uh, and I stopped, like, you know what I'm saying? I was about to start crying. Like, I, I had an ugly face on. Like, yo. <laughs> and he was like, nah, you a man. And then I'm like, when I, you know, sucked it up, you know, he started smiling. Like, yeah, that's my boy. You feel me? So it's like, it's yeah. tough. That's kind of how. taught at a young yeah, age. Yeah, it's, it's taught at a very young age. And that is it's troubling at some point. I think towards our later stages when we're, you know, hopping into relationships and, you know, things like that when it comes to dating. That's where that issue comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because you guys are you guys are like almost reared and brought up to, you know, yeah, express it's yourself. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's bad. So. But there's also some women that. For sure. For sure. But I think everything has to do with experiences. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think as a man, vulnerability is looked at differently? Uh, explain a little bit more. Like, you all, like, kind of how you were saying with the emotion thing, like, you all shouldn't be expressing or shouldn't be vulnerable. Like, okay, I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, male friends, he said that a man should never tell his woman everything or share. But that's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what the context is, but that sounds crazy. That sounds nuts. Because I think he, like people in the comments were saying like they'll use it against you or stuff like that. And it's like, well, you're with the wrong person, kind of. But like, there are men out there that think that they can't be vulnerable with their lady for different reasons. That sounds troubling. I think vulnerability is looked on differently when it comes to men versus women. I think almost, and this is just like, if I could try to, you know, pinpoint the problem, I think men, it's almost looked at as a weakness Mm -hmm. to display your feelings, especially when it comes to, you know, not being proud or like our ego is very fragile and weak. So, Mm -hmm. um, Men don't talk about when they're sad like that. They don't talk about when they're hurt or upset. We don't. We just internalize it, and not healthy. it's not healthy at all. Therapy. Yeah, absolutely, be. absolutely. I've always been more. I feel like if you were to compare me with more men, I'm more in tune with my emotion. But that doesn't mean that I was always good at expressing myself too, like expressing my feelings and things like that. So over time, I've gotten better with the help of, like, you know, females. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in a relationship, and, you know, she helped me. I have, you know, solid female friends that's like, yo, listen. <laughs> like, I think it's okay. Yeah, to, yeah, like, I don't yeah, know what's yeah. the big deal, but, like. I mean, but you got to think about it. Like, if you're not really taught how to. I don't think, you think women are taught how to express their feelings? I don't necessarily say y'all are taught how to, but you're not... It's accepted more, I think. Yeah, accepted. Like, it's not f- 
frowned upon or your mother, your father's not telling you when you fall off a bike, yo, you're a man, suck it up. You I don't know. Me? My brother be telling my niece, get she all right. Yo, listen, because he got he got that from somewhere too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I remember my niece when she used to cry. Like, I used to think about that. And I used to watch how my brother would like handle the situation with that. And he would let her cry and, you know, just tell her like, yo, it's going to be okay. Rather than saying, nah, suck it up. It's crazy how much that stuff comes back to have an impact on us later in our adult lives. It kind of sets the foundation for everything. The way you grow up doesn't always have to be the way you raise your children. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't realize what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you sit down and reflect. Yeah. yeah. And say, oh, this is actually not how I yeah, want. Yeah, this is mad unhealthy. Like, yo, I think it, it takes a lot for people to recognize that. Yeah, but I think everybody, like, your moms and pops will probably say they wish their parents did something for differently. For sure. Your kids will say they wish you did something Absolutely. differently. Absolutely. Like, but that's just... why, why therapy is so dope, though. That's why therapy is good. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, and that's why, like, you can, I always, you know, tell people when they're like, oh, when they say ill things about their parents, it's, yo, they, they did their best, though. Mm-hmm. You know? They only did their best. I think we forget to think that or remember that they're human and they had life experiences too. At 25, 26, they were having these same conversations most likely. That's just crazy. It's wild. Yeah. How do you think you all not being able to express your emotions or be vulnerable with people, how do you think that as a man impacts relationships? I think it definitely has an impact. You can lose, you can lose some, you know, good relationships, not being able to express yourself, not mm-hmm. being able to effectively communicate how you're feeling. Um, yeah, I think it could be dangerous. And even as women, I think I don't know. Vulnerability is something that we all have to be able. We have to all be able to be vulnerable in order, in order for relationships to succeed, I think. Yeah, I think when you're when you're more vulnerable, it fosters an environment for people to be more open with you. And I think if you have kids, it creates a good environment. Absolutely. Cuz could you imagine like if you are vulnerable as a parent and you share information with your child about maybe your childhood and yeah. like what that does for the kid. Yo, I think that's super important. And that's, that's funny that you mentioned that because that's one thing that I'm definitely going to bring into my um, when I raise when I raise you know children in the future it's going to be like yo listen what you're going through I've gone through that. You know here's what happened when I went through this and I decided to go this route. You know mm-hmm. this is what I felt after I decided to go that route. This is where it took me emotionally, you know, mentally, physically, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times parents just tell you, nah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Without you, the why. Yeah, you over there like, yo, fam, you don't even know. <laughs> 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 all right, <laughs> I'm going to go do it. You know what I'm saying? But if your parent shares a story with you like, yo, listen, don't do that because I did that. And this is what happened. I think, I don't know, you got to be like the right age too. Yeah, no, nah, Like, Because sure. if you're a teenager and your parents telling you don't do I think you're going to sure, still do it. For sure, for sure. Let 20. me just see myself. Yeah. I think a lot of times it's let me just see myself. Yeah. But I think still just knowing that, dang, he did tell me about that or she did tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Even if you decide to go ahead and do yeah. it. Plays a big role. Big role. Yep. 
But all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. So as always, we'll end with our final two cents. My last two cents, I would say, is to trust that you'll be able to get over something. And so go ahead and be vulnerable and be open to whoever it is that you feel like you can be with that, especially if they haven't done anything to show you otherwise. And I like what we just talked about at the end. I think it's important to be vulnerable, not just for your partner, but if you plan to have a family, it's important to be able to be open with them as well. Cons, you got some two cents? Mm, I would say it's very important to be vulnerable with people. I think people relate to vulnerability. People relate to insecurities um, to some degree. So I would not necessarily encourage, you know, being guarded because you never know who that might scare away. You might scare away a very good person for you. So um, just be yourself. Be vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. You never know. Somebody might actually find that very attractive. Yeah, you are so right. But I want to go ahead and thank you, Constantine, for hopping back on the podcast and giving your insights on all the topics that we discussed today. Absolutely. You can go ahead and give the listeners your info on where they can follow you or any business of yours that you want to promote. Yeah, check out my um, blog, 20somethinglessons.com. That's the number 20, somethinglessons.com. I'm sharing. I'm being vulnerable on the blog, you feel me? Heard you. I'm being vulnerable. So um, black males, I encourage you, uh, check out my blog. I'm dropping some really important topics to me, things that I've learned later um, after I've dealt with some pain and all that. So check out the site. And um, yeah. Get in contact with me if you need to. What's the Instagram page? The inst- Instagram page is Lessons 20-something. So Lessons, the number 20-something on IG. All Get, right. Hit me up. Everybody go check that out. He talks about some good stuff on there, something that I feel like everybody can take something from. And... You also got a B-Day coming next week, so happy early birthday. Yo, chill, chill. We turning... Oh. No. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, we... we 2020 was a dub, so I'm turning the same year again. Oh. Yeah. That's how it worked? That's how it worked for me. More life, more blessings. You feel me? All right. And if you enjoyed this week's show, then you can see something next week. As I discussed the popular topic of cheating with some special guests. Some of them that's already been on the pod and we got somebody new coming on. Also, don't forget to go follow the Instagram page. I'm sure your phone is already in your hands. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram at try and see something pod. And if you get a chance, you should go visit the website at www.tryandseesomething.com. You can contact me on there if there's a topic that you want to hear discussed next season. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all next week. Happy New Year. You said that we can't make it. I'm pissed, girl, I can't take it. My friends ask me if I'm straight. I said I'm good, I flake it. The distance where I hate it, but you claiming that it's needed. So I focus on my art. That's the one thing I believe in. Now I'm over you. A different season in my life. More focused on loving me. Yeah, I turned my wrongs to rights. Yeah, I fought my inner demons. I found purpose, I found reason. I found I ain't even need you. I found me was all I needed. Found it's okay.
okay to feel and how we all go through our seasons not found listening to yourself cause you're in the selfish genius found them laws of attraction so i'm selling out arenas through it all girl i'm still here if you need me hey. 